You're listening to SBS News. Professor Swetha Venkatesh is a leading Australian computer scientist whose pioneering research in the field of artificial intelligence has seen her elected a Fellow of the Australian Academy of Science. Born in India, she migrated to Australia in the 1980s. Those who know the Alfred Deakin Professor say she likes to keep a low profile. She's like this humble powerhouse who's like hidden away in Geelong in her labs and that's the way she likes it. But her research and other contributions have had high impact. She can visualise something and just run, to convert it into something amazing that, you know, you never thought of. You know, she's just got that ability. You're an amazing lady. This podcast looks at some of her achievements, beginning with the production of an app that's helped thousands of parents with children on the autism spectrum deliver timely therapy. Toby Playpad was developed back when iPads were the new in-thing, and it's been used to help children around the world. Professor Venkatesh says her team at Curtin University embarked on the project after a colleague's child was diagnosed with autism. And I was watching the trials and tribulations of this family and the struggle to get kind of early therapy. And that's when we decided let's try and do something in the space because we felt that there could be a machine learning uh, method by which we could train parents to kind of give this training. They teamed up with the community organisation Autism West, since renamed Spectrum Space. Its founder and mother of a child on the spectrum, Silvana Gallia, says the app was a game-changer for parents, who up until then had had to plan and prepare their own early intervention programmes while on lengthy waiting lists for diagnosis and therapy. Going through my journey, all the materials that you needed, you had to cut, paste, laminate. So all the resources you needed for the early intervention therapy, you basically had to source or make, um, which created a lot of work. The earlier therapy starts, the bigger the results. In addition to improving outcomes, the app gave anxious parents a sense they were doing the best for their children. Having to wait for a diagnosis or having to wait for therapy is heart-wrenching, really, because you you, you don't know what to do for your child. Um, we're not therapists, we're not psychs, we're not speech therapists. So um, the app was a way of empowering parents to just take control and give their children what they needed and um, not wait. So amazing, amazing app. A deadly attack on the other side of the globe motivated Professor Venkatesh on another project. The British capital London is reeling tonight from a series of explosions. At least six bombs have gone off on buses and on the London underground, bringing the city to a standstill. The 2005 London bombings claimed 52 lives and left hundreds injured. In the immediate aftermath, police desperately wanted to know if one of the bombers had got off a bus before it exploded. Nobody could answer the question, even though there were cameras about, uh, there, was, there were buses which were watching other buses and there was enough streams of data that could have answered this question. But nobody could get this data off the bus, nobody knew the data was being collected. 
Professor Venkatesh and her team at Curtin's Institute for Multi-Sensor Processing and Content Analysis recognised the need for a surveillance system that could highlight in real time abnormal behaviour, such as pickpocketing, vandalism or loitering. Working with Perth's Transport Authority, they saw firsthand how difficult it was for surveillance officers to monitor a large area. The guards were monitoring uh, the whole city and there might be like thousands of cameras at station uh, and they only had like a limited number of monitors. They'd have like 10 or 12 monitors. So, of course, the question is, how does the guard know which camera to choose in order to examine and look for anomalies? The solution? Software that can learn what's normal movement in a space from video data and then detect what's abnormal, alerting surveillance operators to it. The algorithms the team invented led to the startup Isatana. The video analytics company is now listed on the stock exchange. Its chief executive is Matt McFarlane. We're about 20 staff now. We have made sales in the Middle East, the US and across Europe, uh, as well as Australia and, and the APAC region. Uh, we've got about 13, 14,000 cameras using the Isotana technology every single day, reporting to security operators around the world about unusual things that are happening. A venture capital investor for many years, Mr McFarlane's met and worked with numerous researchers. He says Professor Venkatesh is very unusual. She proactively looks for real-world problems. She proactively looks for um, ways that the solutions that she finds can be deployed into the world and change people's lives for the better. She has an enormous heart and um, a fabulous interest in making sure that what she does is actually utilised um, for the better of the world. And she does it like nobody I've ever met. Eager to see more young people explore entrepreneurship, Professor Venkatesh set up an entrepreneurship program at Deakin University. Initially scrappy and involving friends she could rope in to give lectures, Spark Deakin has grown to include workshops, mentoring and an accelerator program. And so I thought that there has to be a place where people can try things and fail safely and learn how to get back on their feet and try again. And, uh, and that is why I thought that, that there is a room for us to have a program like this. Program manager Daisy Mann is in her 20s and also with Indian heritage. She finds Professor Venkatesh's migrant journey captivating. From the adversity she faced as a woman studying and working in STEM in India, to navigating the dress code upon arrival in Australia, swapping saris for skirts. And taking her son to a research grant interview because she didn't have extended family able to help with childcare during the school holidays. He went on to win a Fields Medal, the Nobel Prize for mathematics, by the way. Over the years, as I've got to know how brilliant she is, I really appreciate that, oh, uh, someone similar to me can can do this and I think that that means that you know it's more a possibility. Miss Mann says her sponsors quietly inspiring the people that work around her and has the potential to have even greater impact. 
I've told her so many times, I said, you were one of the rare people that young women could actually, you know, be more interested in STEM, be more interested in computer science if you were more vocal. She's so busy with her work and enjoys doing the work and enjoys being a scientist so much that she's not spending a lot of her time going out there to inspire people. Uh, So I love that this podcast is going and finding these people because they are quietly inspiring the people that work around them. But I think that they could inspire many more should they discover their their story and the difficulties and adversities and the hoops they'd hop to get to where they are now. Professor Venkatesh's world-class research saw her awarded the Australian Laureate Fellowship in 2017. It's the highest individual research award the Australian Research Council can bestow. A remarkable achievement. But by her assessment, she's simply been very lucky in her career. I always used to worry that I won't get the next idea, but obviously I've managed to sustain a fairly long career um, in pattern recognition, machine learning, AI. And I have worked with wonderful young men and women over these years and been very, very fortunate. Philippa Carisbrook, SBS News. 